So he's like, hey, I see this one's full. Do you have any more? I'm like, I can get you one. So I already was talking to this apartment complex and I already had it in the bag. So I just, I'm not going to act on it because I pretty much want to follow the demand, right? So I pretty much told this dude, I'm like, yo, here's the place. Here's all the amenities. Here's the pictures of it, like of the place. And then I was like, hey, this is 2000 a month, right? Guy comes in. He's like, hey, I'll give it to you for 2000 a month. So we get the keys three days before he's supposed to check in. We already had everything ordered. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, damn. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. (laughs) See, we can harmonize a little better now because we're in actually the same room. The podcastle, we are back. It's been a while. Podcastle, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We haven't been in the same room in a while, man. We've both been busy, hustling, uh, living the life. What episode are we on, Steve? This is episode 57. 57. We're doing it. We're almost to 100, man. Remember, we, we were like, hey, wait till we get to 50. Next one's going to be 100. Don't stop, can't stop. Take that, take that. <laughs> so, man, what's been going on with you in the Airbnb world? You had a big interview, what, two weeks ago with uh, Rachel? Yeah, shout out to Rachel Prince. Yeah, um, learned a lot from her. She gave me some yeah. insight into into how she's doing the business. She's she's getting money on all ends, man. She's an agent, you know. She's putting people into spots, and she's out there doing her Air, Airbnb hustle. She got her Airbnb school kind of thing going on, getting people on that. I mean, she yeah, she's full blown hustler, you know. Straight up, that's how you do it, man. And we're gonna be touching on a few of things from her because uh, she had a guest on that I liked and. I actually learned how to create money out of thin air. We'll, we'll d- jump into that later because that's going to be a hot topic. Hold on. Dun, dun, dun. Micah creates money out of thin air. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know it sounds like a scam, but it's 100% legit. Too legit. Too legit to quit. <laughs> oh, and there goes the first party foul of the day. <laughs> my mic falls down. See, I got my mic. See... I had this set up for pretty much a one-person room because Michael's been doing remotely, you know, recording remotely. And so um, so I had to move things around, change things up. So I got my microphone on this little table with on the top of a Kleenex box. <laughs> <laughs> got it on top of the puffs. So a little bit a little bit ghetto, but, you know, you get it. As long as we um, record gold, that's all that matters, you know. Elvis Presley did his first record in some little hole-in-the-wall studio and... You know, a lot of people come up like that. Two turntables and a microphone. There you go. There you go. We'll be big soon. So. We'll be big. So um, you've been super busy, man. What do you want to touch on first? Because you, know, you said the money, making money out of thin air. Or when you, what have you been up to? I know you got arbitrages going left and right. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been arbitraging, getting units. Um, I actually got a whole portfolio now that I'm, I'm actually just walking up to apartment complexes, complexes and getting units. But... I'll go ahead and jump into the money out of thin air thing because I was sitting there today. I was getting my portfolio and I was about to go to some apartment complexes. And then this morning I signed up for Turnover B&B, which is I heard about on Rachel Princess. Actually, my boy Josh told me about it, but then I heard the owner of it on Rachel Princess podcast. So I was like, Turnover B&B. They're like, hey, you can just use this tool to pretty much automate your whole Airbnb. So I'll get on there. I'm like, okay, so what is this? I sign up. And it's a cleaner app. It's pretty much like an Airbnb for cleaners. Like cleaners just, hey, I'll come clean your place, right? So I was going through it, but the prices were kind of high. Like some people were charging like 50, I mean like 70, 80 bucks for one cleaning. I'm like, whoa, man. I'm like, my wife knows how to speak Spanish, so y'all better get it together with the, (laughs) you know, we can go get the Hispanics down the street to clean for 50 bucks, you know, so... But then I, I thought of a business idea. I'm like, whoa, so hold on. You can hire somebody for 50 bucks because this is how the platform works. All you need to do in order to get a cleaner is you just copy the calendar into Turnover B&B and it just shows when you need a cleaner again, right? So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm like, I could just get 50 calendars and put them in here, right? So I'm like, I can create money out of thin air by hiring a cleaner. Yeah. I just charge if I can get a cleaner for fifty bucks, I charge them sixty bucks, whatever. I take ten off the top. 
and I get 10 of these things going at one time, and I'm not doing nothing but pushing yes, no, go to here, go there, that's easy money, man. It's easier <laughs> than the timeshare business. <laughs> telling you, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, that, that, that's the new thing. So I think turnover B&B is going to create a lot of opportunities if you are savvy. If you're savvy enough, you can you can make some money off turnover B&B. Yeah, I need to dive into it. See, I've I heard about it on a few in a few um, sites. Well, I, actually, the first time I heard about it was on the the Airbnb professional host page. Really? And someone asked about you know apps that help you manage your cleaners or whatever. And someone bought a couple people said turnover B and B. And so I was like, okay, cool. I went over there and um, I downloaded it. I didn't really do much with it, you know. I mm-hmm. get freaking busy, so yeah. I downloaded the app, and um, and then I heard a, I heard the the creator of of um, Turnover B and B hop on uh, Rachel's show. Mm-hmm. This is before I interviewed her, and he um, smart dude because he started out Airbnb and all this stuff, and of course he see he saw a, a problem and he and he created a solution for it, mm-hmm. and that's all he's doing now. And I think people are throwing some big bucks at him. And it's yeah. it's gonna be a big deal, man. And um, so we hopefully we can interview him on our podcast. Yes, sir. But um, but yeah, man. If this if this is uh, helps link up people with the cleaners and stuff like that, I told my wife she can hop on if she wants to take on another house or two. Mm-hmm. I guess she can. Um, I guess it's kind of like Uber. She can clean whenever she wants to, yeah. or kind of thing. Yeah. So if she wants similar. to make a couple extra bucks, you know, on a day. You know, whatever she wants to go clean a house, and she can make a few extra bucks, and boom, she'll be one of the few that's on the app right now in our area. Exactly, because in Dallas, where I'm looking to get clean, there's only two. I only got two bids, so it's a market out there. If whoever has a cleaning company, it's a market out oh, there. Oh, they bid for it. Yeah, they bid. So you say I, I want my place clean for fifty? Or how do you, how does it work? You say I need a place cleaned. I just say I need a place cleaned, and they come to you with bids. Oh, they say. Oh, okay. okay and then cool. you just go with the best bid or whoever has the highest reviews, and it reviews them too. So they have a review system. It, it's just like it's exactly like Airbnb, but it's for them to come clean your place. It's oh, like man. you always say, man. Whoever has the picks and shovels, that's just gonna make the money. That, that's it, man. Straight up. I wish I would have thought of that app, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's pure genius. I was like, that's a genius app right there. That's genius. So, um. Yeah, so that you can create money out of thin air with this app. Hopefully, you know mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. See if you get some clients in there. And um, how many arbitrages are you up to now? I have a total of six corporate housing arbitrages going on. Well, hold on. That's well. That's I think that's including mine. I have technically two arbitrages, and then the rest are just I turned everything corporate. Like so, in total, in the DFW, I have. A total of six arbitrages, six corporate housing, and then two are arbitrages. Because I'm slowing down on the arbitrages because I'm realizing, man, this turnover B and B thing, I may be able to just sit at home and do some clicking and make some money, man. I'm serious, <laughs> like, you know, I got a bunch of, I got, and I possibly have another one coming. I might back out of it, but I'll see. Um, I'm actually going to take over this dude's lease and uh, at this complex, and I'll uh, have two units in that one. But I'm, I'm going to see. Because so. you mahogany, I mean, because y'all written a nice spot in, like, downtown Dallas, right? Yeah, we got or two downtown. Two in downtown. But, man, y'all went in there and freaking made it awesome. You got all modern-type yeah. furniture, nice style, posters, um, paintings kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, y'all y'all went in there. It looks badass. Yeah. That's a lot of work, too. I remember she put on there, y'all went and celebrated at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, Because uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and literal tears. Dude, two. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you what happened with this. I use Adam James's approach. I pretty much rented this place before I had the keys to it. So pretty much this place is already rented. I, I didn't even have the keys. This dude's like, yo, I, I want this place. I gave him an inventory of what I had. And he's like, yo, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. I'll give you two grand a month for this. I'm like, okay, cool. So, so uh, real quick, how do, you, how do you, I mean, how? Because he, he don't see pictures of the place or nothing. How does this I, work? So, okay. Oh, this is, man, I've got so much to tell you guys. So. Pretty much what I did with Airbnb, I stripped my face off of it, of my Airbnb profile, and I strictly put ShareBnB. I changed my whole profile. Like, hey, we're ShareBnB. We have this amount of condos, private rooms all across the U.S. So what people do is, but I put these corporate condo listings up. I had one corporate condo downtown, and I put it up, and I said, hey, this is going to be available September 27th. 
So the guy, he's read my profile. He's like, oh, you have a bunch of corporate housing listings. I'm like, yeah. So he's like, hey, I see this one's full. Do you have any more? I'm like, I can get you one. So I already was talking to this apartment complex and I already had it in the bag. So I just, I'm not going to act on it because I pretty much want to follow the demand, right? So I pretty much told this dude, I'm like, yo, here's the place. Here's all the amenities. Here's the pictures of it, like of the place. And then I was like, hey, this is 2000 a month, right? Guy comes in. He's like, hey, I'll give it to you for 2000 a month. So we get the keys three days before he's supposed to check in. We already had everything ordered. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, damn. So we, we, like, start hustling. We get everything over there. We're moving. We're moving. So we finally finish it the day before he's supposed to check in. So it took us two days to get this place ready. Um, we got it ready, passed off the keys to him. He'll be there till September, the end of September. It's two traveling nurses, um, and they're willing to pay two grand a month. So I got the place for 1200 $1, a month, and then utilities. I, I'm only doing – oh, yeah, by the way, I'm no longer doing cable in, in – uh, Airbnbs or corporate units. I'm only doing uh, uh, Wi-Fi, so I do the Wi-Fi is about seventy bucks a month. So I'm all in for twelve seventy. I'm charging him two grand a month. But you got to pay utilities and water and stuff too, or no? Utility. Well, that's all included in the twelve hundred. It's an apartment. Water, yeah, trash, all that's included. But utilities, apartments, you got to pay your own utilities, right? Yeah, the utilities is like, oh yeah, that comes up to another sixty. Just so, about sixty bucks. Yeah, because these are all small units: one bed, one bath. Okay. It's only six hundred square feet. Okay. And boom, I got it for two grand, and I'm gonna hopefully. I'm, I'm my goal is to up it to twenty five hundred a month when he checks out. Yeah, that's when. See, that's when it starts to to sound to me like it's more worth it if you get it up to like the twenty five hundred range. Yeah. Because yeah, those those utilities, and I guess they pay for the the water and trash and stuff like yeah. that, right? Okay. See, but utilities, the max your bill will probably be. On utilities in a one bed, one bath, six hundred square, seven seventy bucks. Okay, yeah. So you, you're going to clear a good, uh, conservatively, five to six hundred a month. Hopefully, maybe well, more. Yeah, probably a little bit more, but yeah, it's about conservatively five six hundred. I only go in if I can clear five hundred. If I can clear five hundred, then I know, hey, it's worth my time. Um, but man, I'm. It's a lot of opportunity out there, man. But yeah, I've been we've been doing arbitrages. So one thing is, I'm phasing out of Airbnb. I'm kind of just using Airbnb as an advertising platform at this point. And uh, I, you have a topic on here that I really want to touch on, <laughs> it, it, and it's been coming up in a few different topics and conversations. Not only in the Airbnb professional host group, but you, you, one of your topics was Airbnb and racism. You know what? <laughs> and, and it's funny. Um, one of our good friends, he, he said when he started his Airbnb business, his arbitrage business, he said he went straight in and he never put his face on his profile. And he, he goes, um, he goes, it's just better when you don't put your face on it because then there's no room for the guest to judge you as a host, which opposite, you know. So I was like, dang, you know, how, how's that working for you? He said, oh, it works good. And he gave, he showed me his traffic. He goes, this is how many uh, inquiries I get, right? So I think it was a couple weeks ago. Almost probably about a month ago. I I, ended, I told you guys I took my face off. So when I took my face off, I started noticing I got a whole lot more inquiries. All different backgrounds, all kinds of people, way more inquiries. <laughs> now, and I'm like, dang, you know, and man, like the whole month, uh, what month was it? May. The month of May, I made the highest amount this entire year with my face off my profile. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it sucks that it's like that, but it's nice you made the most money you've ever made. Yeah, so I was like, eh, can't complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, what it reminds me of uh, back in the back in the day, I was thinking of um, um, oh shoot, who's that um, uh, that singer, the hardest working man in showbiz? What's his name? Oh, uh, 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 I know you're talking about. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, get up, get on up. Oh, it's um. Get- James Brown. James Brown. Yeah, James Brown. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching a thing about him, on him one day, and you know he was a he was a pioneer. He was he was out there doing it, man. And um and he they said on his on his earlier records they wouldn't put his face on the records because he mm-hmm. was black. Yeah. And so they would put whatever whatever image on there, but they would never put his face because he's black. And mm-hmm. I was like, he's selling all these records like like crazy, yeah. you know. And then when you said that, you t- you took your face off the thing, and all of a sudden it went up. I'm like, man. <laughs> that, 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 I hate to, you know, 
talk about it. I mean, well, that's what we're here to talk about, right? But man, it seems like that stuff is real. That racism stuff, <laughs> and it came up big time on on our favorite um, Facebook page. Please sign up for that page. It's just inter- pure entertainment. Airbnb professional hosts, check it out and just get some popcorn. Oh man. So, did you got the screenshot of what that dude said? Oh my god! Let me, let me, let me, let me. This guy, man, he did. <laughs> let me see, man. This dude. I like Mahogany's response too. That was hilarious. Let me see. Um, yeah, let me, let me, let me pull this up. So, so, so that's like you know, this is uh, people go on there and they say, hey, you know, this is my place. This is what it looked like. And this, this, this is what it looks like. And, you know, they ask for advice. They ask for tips. Or they show comments of what um, guests have put on their thing or guests asking for a discount. They ask people how to handle these different situations, right? And then there's a lot of newbies on the group. Hey, this is my first month. This is my first week or whatever. I got my first booking coming. What should I do? I'm a bit nervous. And so... Um, <laughs> Okay, so he's trying to he's, he's so, fighting it right now. So one guy went on there, a newbie, to put his you know this is what his concerns were about his first booking. So yeah, this guy writes. Um, okay, he he takes a screenshot of the uh, of the inquiry, right? So the, the the inquiry. Let me just first start off say what he he wrote. He said, "Hey, this is the first request I received, and I'm a little nervous. Any thoughts to share?" Now the the picture of is, is this dude. Who has he's verified and he has one review. So he stayed in the Airbnb before. The dude, he pretty much is laying on a bed, he has on a fitted cap, and he has on a tank top. Black dude, right? Mm-hmm. Alright. So when I first read it, so, I was So kinda, you're saying there's no no pit bulls and no gold chains or nothing in the picture? No. Nothing okay. like that. Uh, okay. So <laughs> the first thing we look at, okay, when I when I first saw it, I was already kind of taken back, but I was like, I'm gonna give the dude the benefit of the doubt, right? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, maybe it's something he the guy said. So he, he ended up posting what the guy wrote. This is what the guy wrote. He goes, Hey, is there any way possible I can check in, have a check-in of around eleven? Because that's when my family comes into town on a flight. Now he 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 says, Hey, it's for four guests for two nights. So he's telling him already, hey, it's not just me, it's for my family. So he posts, the guy posts, right? He posts and says, you know, hey, uh, hey, I'm a bit nervous. So people start asking him. This girl says, she asks, um, she goes, hey, well, why are you nervous? You know, he has a review. Why don't you just look at the review? And then he just kind of shot himself in the foot with oh, this next comment. <laughs> he goes. Cringeworthy. Yeah, just shot himself in the foot. And I'm talking the whole group just went, chewed his ass alive. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. Oh, I, I'm worried my house. I just don't want my house to be used for drugs. So as soon as he said that, I already knew. Like, I was like, "Oh wow, are you serious?" Like, I'm talking. Everybody just start going in on him. This one lady's like, "Yeah, this post is racist as fuck." And, like, <laughs> and like, I'm people are going in on him. And then after I read it, I was like. Yeah, this dude. And I wrote, Steve, I, I tagged Steve and Mahogany on there. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, this is the type of crap we were talking about, hosts like this, you know, and why people choose to avoid Airbnb. Like, they know, hey, I'm going to be judged like this. And I think we talked about it with my friend Sean, who was like, yeah, man, I I had on a nice suit, and I got rejected, and then he had his buddy booking it for the room for him, and they got it. So <laughs> His white buddy? Yeah, he got his buddy <laughs> with white guy booking for him, and he got it. So it's like, I don't know, man. It, 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 and it's funny. It's kind of like it's a it's a cross section of of society in a way that post, yeah. because okay, I'll, I'll say it. You know, most minorities are like, damn, it's because he's black is yeah. why he's thinking he's going to go there and do drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, and that guy's like, no, no, it's not like that or whatever. He's worried about whatever. He he, I guess he tried to. He kept shooting himself in the foot more and more. <laughs> and, and and then um, and I even put a comment on your thing. I was like. I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I, sh- I should put a minorities welcome badge on my Airbnb, and I'll start making bank cause all, from all these people that don't want to take them in, you know. Yeah. And and so, and, and um, oh, Mahogany said something funny too. But anyways, <laughs> but, but she said something. What did she say? I I, I didn't get her comment. Okay, what well, but... she said. Um, and she said, you see, he goes, he, and she looked at his profile, I guess. So so, and he's Asian. He shouldn't be thinking that way, but he goes and marries a white lady, and now he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Just... 
Yeah, they, they were going. Lot, on I his mean, ass. it was getting. Oh, there were people were going off on his ass, and I felt bad. Ah, whatever. <laughs> he 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 did it to himself. But anyways, it, it's funny because, like I was saying about the cross section, because I guess minorities were used to. Okay, yeah, we get we people look at us a little different. Mm-hmm. But and then the, there was white people on there. Like I don't see the racism. What's I don't see what's yeah. good. And I'm like, I guess I guess you got to kind of have to live through it a little bit Sometimes. in order to to. Not look at the world in rose-colored glasses, you know. Yeah, but it's like both ends of the spectrum. Like some people be like, "Oh, well, some people don't know," but then there was other people who seen it. Like the first dude who commented and knew it was gonna. Remember the dude who posted the little Michael Jackson thing? Oh <laughs> yeah, the popcorn. <laughs> he, now he now okay. This is how I knew. This is why I don't give people the benefit of the doubt. He was a white dude, and he already knew where it was gonna go when he as soon as he made the drug comment. Dude, like, posted immediately after that. He posted a little Michael Jackson meme eating popcorn. And he, he's like, oh, yeah, you, you, you just shot. He already knew. He's like, you just shot yourself in the foot. So, it, I mean, I don't know. I think he sometimes, but when it comes to, and also I think this, too. I don't think a lot of people read what he wrote in the comments section. Because I think they were just reacting off the original post. Yeah, yeah. But it was the people who saw what he said in the comments section were like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't be a... One guy wrote, he's like, yeah, you shouldn't even be a host. Just go delete your, your profile. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, you know, it happens. But I, I guess some people... And it also depends on what you read on Facebook, too, man. I think someone said, oh, white people do drugs, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And I mean, because I talked... Remember I told you I talked to that travel agent. And she said, that's why travel agents don't like Airbnb. And she goes... If I book with some other platform where if I have a credit card, I'm in with Airbnb, it's not like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. You know, so I don't know, man. It's, I, I need to get that minority-friendly badge, too. Maybe yeah, yeah, we should, bookings. right? We, we yeah. should, we should um, pitch that to the Airbnb folks yeah. whenever we go over there. I mean, Of course, they probably wouldn't like that because you're saying all the other, si- all the other listings are racist then because we're the only ones <laughs> verified. I mean, Ooh, verified minority-friendly. I don't see that. That could be a nice. But I mean, they, they've they already been trying to protect themselves with the whole uh, what's his name, Danny Glover thing. So you know what I mean. They, Airbnb knows it's there. It's just they know they can't combat it. And, and, and I guess I guess we could either be mad about it or, like you said, you probably got a lot of bookings because from minorities because they say, hey, he's probably going to accept me because you know he's black yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Or me too. I, I got. I told you I got a lot of Latinos booking with me. Yeah. And Easy. I guess they see us and they say, okay, you know, that's yeah. my people. Straight up. <laughs> I, I think you're always more comfortable with what you know. And that's why I was like, but, and I also, what I started to realize is humans in general, just humans, and especially in America, they rather talk to a company than a person. I noticed that. They rather talk to a company than an actual person that, you know what I mean? I, 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 after I started doing that, and they felt like they were talking to a company, oh, they were yeah, like, yeah, "Oh, they yeah. were more comfortable." They, I get a lot of five star reviews. They're like, huh. "Hey, this rental company, they're real, Sharebnb, they're a great rental company." So, yeah. Wow, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, never they, thought of that. Yeah, they rather you you feel more comfortable. They're more professional. Yeah, they feel it's more professional. They get okay. that vibe, even though it's still me sometimes behind the keyboard on my assistant. They they get that vibe that it's a company, and they feel like they're more, they're more secure with their money if it's a company. I have less people running to Airbnb if they have a problem; they come to me. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome man. We've we've touched on a bunch of topics so far. Real quick, back to your um that arbitrage with the three day thing. Right, automatically, I wrote something down. I was I wrote down deadlines are powerful. Oh yeah. And so you you put that three that was a, an extreme deadline you put you gotta yeah. fix do it all up in three days, but um but it it motivated you to not just be sitting there you know oh you know we'll we'll, we'll tackle it this week we'll start a little bit more next week you know yeah. we'll go I'll go put the paintings up you know tomorrow you know no you had three freaking days to do it man yeah and you got it done and it looked beautiful and you got a renter in there. And then um, after he's gone, shoot, you probably be able to make some more money. Yeah. You know, even though he didn't come in at, at the twenty five hundred you expected, he came in with something just as powerful as that deadline that y'all needed to, to yeah. put your, you know, to put the fire under you. Yeah. And, and the so, thing about it is, he gave me a two thousand dollars deposit, so <laughs> I got the place ready for free. <laughs> 
I got all my money I put into it right back right then and there. Oh, that's awesome. It's like you got a cash advance. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it's been pretty – I've been learning a lot, you know, especially with, like, the past hosts, um, past guests. Because, like, the, that was actually something from Adam James and from Al Williamson because Al Williamson says, man – Market, market, market. Always be a proactive marketer, and that's what I use. Just market it. So I marketed it before I had it, and boom, got somebody in there. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. You remember how back in the day I told you that I started that Beyond Pricing? I started on there, yeah. and I still use it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told you, well, the 30 days expired, but I'm still using it, and I never put a credit card on file, and and I'm still using it. Really? And so, and they sent me after the 30 day mark. Okay, you know, the, your trial is over. Please, um, we need to you know, update your card info or put some card info on there, and then um, and you can keep enjoying these beautiful, these wonderful prices. And I just never did it, but I still use Beyond Pricing to adjust my pricing, do all the pricing and stuff. Really? And it's been happening. I mean, because I started when did I start? October last year. So that's October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. June. We're going into June. It's already nine months of me using Beyond Pricing without wow. paying one freaking penny. How do you think you figure out how to but, do that? Well, the thing is, I guess they finally caught up to me. They sent me a personal email today <laughs> saying, hey, Stephen, how are you doing? We see that you're still enjoying our prices. Yeah, your trial expired, so we're going to have to shut off the pricing at June, blah, blah, blah. They gave a day. So my um, my free beyond pricing thing is, is finally coming to an end. <laughs> After nine months. <laughs> I'm going to have to give up that 1%. You know? how, so how, did they send you a bill? No. No, they just said to update my card stuff, and then I can continue to use it. If not, they're going to shut it off at this particular date. It wasn't. It wasn't like a stock. You know mm-hmm. how they. You know they have automated emails. This is like a person that Beyond Pricing wrote me particularly. Oh, oh wow. this guy got in under the cracks. He's been using our stuff for free. Where's our one percent? Oh man. So, um, so at least yeah, you got away with it for nine I, I got months. Got away man. with it for nine months. However much money that is, it's that's uh, in my pocket. Thank you, Beyond Pricing. Hey. I'm cool with getting Beyond Pricing free going further if we drop their name a little bit on the show. Let's call and them. And then <laughs> get them on here, I'm talk serious. about it, and we might be continuing. You know, we're doing this for y'all. We're doing y'all. This, y'all listeners are solid by telling you yeah. about Beyond Pricing. It's a great tool. Great tool. Go get it. Go get it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, 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 we'll, we'll call and, them. And Monday. don't scam them for nine months and not pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bad pitch. I don't know how we're going to get past that one, but... <laughs> But we'll uh, we'll hit them up. I, I want to hit up Beyond Pricing and Guesty. Talk about some potential business deal- dealings. Some business. Uh, yeah, man. So, I mean, remember a while ago, I said it would be smart for landlords with a lot of doors to uh, just call up a person who does Airbnb and just give them the door, and they charge a flat rate, and they their spots wouldn't be would be wouldn't be vacant sitting there. Right, right. So that's starting to happen a lot in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, I'll give you an example. This one dude up in Plano hits up, uh, hits up, and he's like, "Hey man, I, I have these. Uh, I'm, I, I bought this commercial building, and I want to turn it into an unmanned hotel." I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, I'm listening to him, and he's like, "You know, I'll, I'll uh, and it's right, de- perfect location, downtown Plano." Um, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll. Uh, I just want you to take the units. He has like eight, nine units. He's like, take the units." And you Airbnb them and do whatever you want with them. Just give me eleven hundred a month per unit. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll show you the units. I walk in, man, and it's these two hundred square foot units. <laughs> it's, it's these two hundred square foot units with like uh, a private bathroom, you know. And I'm like, what? Eleven hundred a month. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I wanted to be a micro hotel because when I'm talking to him, I'm like. And I'm like, because at first I'm like, hey man, so so it sounds like your 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 uh, competition is the hotel industry. He's like, no, not really, not really. He goes, I'm gonna have amenities out here. He goes, they can come down, get coffee, and there'll be a lounge area upstairs. And I'm like, so you have a private room with the bathroom and no kitchen. And he goes, there's gonna be a kitchen area outside, which is for everyone. I'm like, mm. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, that's a hotel, man. But he he kept saying, he's like, no, no, it's not like a hotel. It's not like a hotel. I'm like, and he keeps telling me, and I'm like, well, what do you think this thing can make? He goes, well, I look at the hotel prices in the area, and they're charging about $80 a night. I'm like, okay, but I'm like, you're going to list this as a private room. I'm like, what is Airbnb charging for private rooms in Plano? I know the highest I could find was 60 
but they had like 128 reviews. So I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. Because I'm like, if you do 1100 a month, and then you have to probably pay utilities on top of that. That's what you also have to, I have to ask them. I'm like, I don't see the benefit. And then the cleaning fees. Cleaning yeah. fees. I'm like, I don't see the benefit. But there's been a lot of people doing that, man. Like... Y'all be careful if somebody hits you up with the whole, hey, I have a place. It needs to be, uh, I want you to turn it into an Airbnb. One guy, he called me and he had foundation issues. He's like, do you think you could fix the foundation? I'm like, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, what? what? I mean, it. yeah, it, it's people are starting to get into that. I think Airbnb's growing business model and people see advantages to it. So, yeah, man, I don't be careful with that. Yeah, be very careful with that. Um, I had a, I had, oh, I had a, I had a, like, um, gone to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I go into, I go into what I've been doing lately. Cause it's mm-hmm. been, you know, you, you know, life throws you curveballs and stuff, yeah. right? So we went to Mexico a few weeks back and we went to go visit, you know, Lupita's family, you know, mm-hmm. which is my family now too. And, um, man, it was so freaking hot over there. It was, <laughs> May is like the hottest month down there in Mexico in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. And they're, um, they don't have no AC in their house. So I'll, I'll set the stage. I'll try to make a long story short. But man, we um, we we stayed. So we were there for a whole week. And then if we did open the windows, it freaking fly. It's fly season too. So flies that wouldn't let your ass sleep. And you have the fans blowing. It was <laughs> it was pretty. Um, it was a week of very little sleep and a lot of hot, a lot of hotness and a lot of uh, you know. You have your baby with you. And we had our baby with us. Oh. Yeah, it was just um, it was a rough week. But anyways, I mean, it was good seeing family and stuff. I'm, I'm already ordering them a, an air condition to get that get that situation <laughs> rectified. Yeah. And um, anyways, I came back from there. I'm like, finally, we get some good sleep. But a pipe under my bathroom broke here at my house, my current oh. house, my or my prime res. And um, so I just heard water, you know, kept going and going after everything, you know, after you're done, everything in the bathroom, the water kept running. I was from the, it was coming from underneath. I felt some hot spots on the tiles. I was like, oh, crap. And they told me it was a hot slab leak. Mm-hmm. I have a plumber friend. Anyways, they came in, and so they they had to work on that. So we're staying at friends all week while they're doing that crap. And so <laughs> I didn't get into I was sleeping on sofas over there. Um, so Friday rolled around. It was like a week later. Friday rolled around. And then my daughter started, you know, was, she had a doctor's appointment that day. Mm-hmm. And so they had... Um, I don't know. I don't know if the listeners care about this, but whatever. I'm just telling about my life yeah. a little bit. And so she um, she was uh, feeling sick that morning of her doctor's appointment. Luckily, she had an appointment that day for her yeah. one year one year old shots. Mm-hmm. And so she was throwing up. She was just kind of like out of it, you know. And my wife and they took her. They examined her. They said they went. They want us to take her to Fort Worth, downtown Fort Worth, to um, Cook's Children's over there, okay. Cook's Children's Hospital, huge freaking kid children's oh, yeah. hospital. And it's really cool, but. Um, I would never want to go there again, but it's a really nice yeah. place, you know. Anyway, so we, went, we had to drive all the way across town to go to that. And they admitted her because they said her blood sugar dropped to like 35. So oh. they got her on the, put her on the IV. Poor thing, she's crying and stuff because they're poking her and prodding yeah. her. And then they stick the IV in her. And Anyway, so um, they wanted to admit us for the weekend. You know, I still haven't had my, I hadn't, I know, I don't want to be selfish, but I hadn't had had sleep since mexico and oh, <laughs> i got back yeah. and i'm over here trying to chill on sofas and then i get back and i'm dealing with the pipe the broken pipe and i get and then uh, and then we're gonna stuck at the hospital sleeping on those little everybody anybody that's ever slept in a hospital room yeah it sucks which hey that'd be a good idea a- airbnb for hospitals <laughs> <laughs> for real man. about a really nice room for people and then boom yeah anyways but so it's so sleep, you know, watching my baby girl go through all that stuff, sleeping on this like hard ass little sofa kind of sleeper thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we're there for the whole weekend. Thank God everything went good. She's she's doing fine and everything, and got the sugar back up. They said it was just you know she was just depleted. And so, but the the second night we were there, the people staying it was a price line. It was a I'm sorry, a Booking dot com guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in town. The ones that call me the prophet. Oh, are you the prophet? <laughs> prophet. <laughs> I'm gonna make some profit. And so um, they um, they called said the AC wasn't getting that cold at the at the house. And I was oh. like, oh, crap. this is the middle of the night. I'm yeah. still in the same freaking clothes for two days because we're at the hospital all weekend. And I'm like, crap. This is like eleven o'clock at night. And I was like, well, 
I gotta go check it out, man. I gotta go see what's going on. Yeah. And and I hadn't I hadn't changed the filter yet, you know, for oh. this before the summer. And it ended up being like the filter was really caked. Okay. I got that. I swapped it out the filter and it let it run for a while. And I got the AC back to cool again. Thank God okay. it was only that. I wouldn't have to do some AC service or something like that. Yeah. But long story short, it was just like after this whole the week in Mexico, getting back, sleeping on the dang sofa, getting now sleeping in the hospital, going through all the stuff with my daughter. And at the most at the worst time, they hit me up with like, hey, the AC is not doing Oh. And I had, and I guess I didn't have um, something in place. Well, it was late at night. I mean, yeah. it, what the hell can I do? Yeah. I had to go out there and handle. And that mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, I, I know you, we want to make it as much hands-off business as we can, but stuff comes up, man. Yeah. And, and we got to handle it, even if we're just, oh, man, dragging. And it's like, feel like the, the lowest point of your life. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you got your Airbnb there, and you're like, oh, crap, I got to go take care, handle yeah. for these guests. And I did the right thing. I went there and, and fixed it and everything. And I guess um, at that moment, I was like, why, why am I doing this? You know, it was one of those yeah. moments where you question, why am I putting myself through this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but everything worked out good and um, got it back up and running. And I'm, I'm, I still need to figure out ways to 100% automate it where I could get someone to go. But I guess all my connections, it would have been a very expensive to send somebody out there. It was just a dang filter, you know? Yeah. And I guess you, you just got to push through the push through the crap, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to push through it and do what you got to do. And I did that, got through it, thank goodness. And um, this is a long story. But, but yeah, I mean, sometimes um, stuff happens. Yeah. And um, you got to handle it, man. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I start to see why people arbitrage in that case because then you're like, well, dang, I got to go fix this crap. You know what I mean? And it kind of takes that off you because let's say – my one of my people called and said, "Hey, uh, the AC ain't working." I called somebody else, told them to go fix it. You know what I mean? And they have to get over there and fix it because it's part of the contract that's in there. You know what I mean? And, and I start to see where I think Al and Adam mean by that because I know right now I, I need to change the AC filter at my house because I do the same thing as you. You know, I'm like, <laughs> oh shoot! But then I'm like, dang, it's way less maintenance because I had to when my last guest checked out, we had a leak on the roof. A roof was leaking, and it leaked down into the first, into the second story of the house, and it ruined some paint. So I had to get that fixed. So I, I understand, like, man, when we have our own Airbnbs where it's ours, man, the costs go through the roof, you know, like Tell easily, you know. So yeah, automate even automating it. Tyler Work said something the other day, and he said, because uh, he, he's, you know, he's selling his whole Airbnb business. He's getting out of it. He's selling it. He goes. Because this guy was like, how do I automate my Airbnb? He goes, I'm going to be honest with you, man. If you truly want an Airbnb where you own units, there's no way to fully automate it. And I I think that's true. That has a lot of truth to it. If you own the unit, it's no way to automate it. I guess unless you have a 24-hour on-call handyman, but even he has to sleep. Even he goes yeah. out of town. I mean, it's 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 rough, man. And they yeah. talk about people get out of even renting houses long term. You know, that's mm-hmm. a little bit easier, but still, stuff comes up, and it's got to be fixed. Yeah. And you got to pay if you want to if you want to automate it and pay someone to do it. You're gonna be paying a lot of money, and that, that could make your whole your whole profit could disappear in one year for, for one yeah. freaking thing, man. That's true. I, I don't know if the if the answer. See, I hate throwing ideas out there because, like you said, someone might grab our ideas and run with it. But there could be the, we, they can call them themselves Airbnb fixers or Airbnb handymen, you know, on mm-hmm. call all the time. And they can Airbnb out their services for people that do Airbnb. Maybe that's the solution. I don't know. That is. <laughs> Should I edit this out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, handy B&B? Handy b Imagine if you... That's the next thing, taking your Airbnb to the next level, creating an app where you can like have a, uh, what's it called, like a, a cook come over, handyman come over for your B&B. It's just like Thumbtack. That's what Thumbtack is. They just, you bid on something or you, hey, yeah, you bid on something and you be like, hey, can you provide this service? Imagine if you could do that with like breakfast, cleaners, well, cleaners is already there, turnover B&B. Breakfast, handyman, 
Imagine if that was sitting right there at your disposal. That would be awesome. Then you'd be truly automated. Yeah. Because I think right now that's the next step. How do you fully automate your Airbnb? Like, and like my the time. Like, if you don't own it, I think it's it's easy to do it. It's easy to do it. Like right now, something breaks at the arbitrage. I call somebody else. So you call the apartment complex. Yeah, and they fix it. There you go. Right away, or do they care? Yeah, if it's something like the air, they have to fix that. That's the law, right? Yeah, they have to fix that. Because <laughs> on someone on that Airbnb, no, 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 this is on um, South Padre Concierge. It's another, it's a, a spot. Um, another thing I'm on uh, for people in South Padre Island. You know, they yeah. help each other out. They ask questions or where to eat, where to do this. When you know what kind of, you know, they ask all kinds of questions. And this lady was saying, "Hey, um, does anybody know a good laundromat on the island?" I'm here with my family. We're renting the spot, and they said they have washer and dryer here. But it's so old and they don't even work. And I was like, and people were saying, yeah, go to this place to do, you can do your clothes here. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's bull crap. I told her, that's part of the deal she sold you. You're spending your hard-earned money. This is your vacation. Mm-hmm. And she's and she's got she's to gotta get that fixed. You didn't, you didn't ask her? Well, I don't like, you know, I don't want to bother any. I said, no, 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 no. She promised you a washer and dryer. You hit her up or you hit the landlord up or whoever owns the, the condo. Mm-hmm. And they got to get that fixed. Or give you uh, reimburse you a nice chunk of change so you'd yeah. be out because you have to go out there and do laundry oh okay yeah i just told my husband what you said and it, it, we're gonna go ahead and try to try to find the and find her and see if she can do it and this was like a couple of days later i asked so what happened you know i was messaging her she's like well she said she's gonna try to get to it blah blah blah. i was like man and and i and um another guy chimed in too he's like yeah you know i rent i rent out condos there i take care of my stuff and if something happens i get it fixed you know mm-hmm. i said i said yeah i, I told him i i've been to condos in padre because i've been looking for some mm-hmm. and i've rented a few and, and it's more it's the old school um vacation rental mentality mm-hmm. some of these spots i mean they don't leave you toilet paper they don't leave you a roll of uh, uh napkins they don't read they don't leave you a freaking one coffee filter you're there and it's bare <laughs> cupboards man and some freaking i don't know i think some of them still make you bring your own sheets i mean it's crazy i said they these people are still getting letting this companies run their units the old school way and giving them 30 percent of their money to run these things i want to be that company who's running it and don't have to supply it or nothing if you're in a vacation rental market those those companies are notorious for that like charging thirty percent, not doing shit. Oh, go to Brent now. If you really want to go to Branson, Missouri, they don't do shit and charge you thirty percent. Bring your own pillow, straight up. Bring your own pillow. Bring your own sheets. We have a bed frame and a mattress. Here you go. I, 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 I still get people asking me when they come to town to stay in my area. Hey, do we have sheets? Yeah. Do you have pillows? Do you have of course. linens? And I'm like, yeah, I got all that stuff. Don't like, worry. I didn't even know. Like, there's Airbnbs that don't have that. Like, I seen one dude when I was looking for a place in Chicago. He literally had an air mattress sitting on his bed with a with a, two pillows on it, man. I'm like, what? He's charging one thirty a night. I'm like, are you serious? So, yeah, those places exist, man. And then, like, especially the ones that are in vacation rental markets where they're dominated by these old corporations that uh, Orlando is big for that. Orlando, Miami, man. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. They're charging thirty percent to do jack squat. Exactly, jack squat. And and I and I mentioned that on there. I was like, man, these these companies, uh, they need. I mean, or these people, or these these condos, people that owners. I mean, Mm -hmm. because like you said, the owners. A lot of uh, and a lot of times, these owners start out with, oh, I'm gonna get a condo, and our family can use it, and we and then then um, then we can rent it out when we're not using it, and then Mm -hmm. they just stop going to the island. Yeah. So they have this condo sitting there that they're paying on every month, and that's why. And they don't. They might live like shoot, a thousand miles away, yeah. and they just. That's why they have to. They rely on these companies to yeah. run it for them. They don't know anything about um, Airbnb or how to do it themselves, how to automate whatever. Mm-hmm. And and pretty much. And and I told that guy, and I was messaging the back and forth with that guy who said he had his condos there. I said, yeah, I've been interested in, in finding them. And I and what I've seen is a lot of the old school mentality where they don't do nothing for you. You know, Airbnb, I run some Airbnbs and we go above and beyond. You know, we leave wine, snacks, some, maybe some beers. We we um, we have all the stuff they need, to, you know, to get started there. Some, of course, toilet paper for the, at least leave some freaking, 
someone gets to the hotel, they, you know, they got to poop right away, you know? <laughs> what did I toilet paper? Yeah, for real. No trash bags, nothing. Oh, man. Man, you got to go to the damn grocery shopping before so, you even step foot in the place. So where do they find these condos? They don't, they're, they're, clearly they're not on Airbnb, right? Uh, well, actually, um, shout out to Leilani, you know, my agent down yeah. there. Because she, she works for one of those spots, South Padre Rentals, I think it's called, something like that. Oh, South okay. Padre Island Rentals. And um, and it's it's real old school where they, they have their office there on the island. People go and go to the office and say, hey, we're looking for a condo. Okay, we got these. And here you go. Here's some towels. And they give you the keys and you pay them. And then you go to the condo, you know. And um, and so they, they're there on the island. And Vacasa, Ve- you heard of Vacasa? Yeah, I've heard of Vacasa. Okay, they're big on the island too. They're kind of a bigger company and they're, they're nationwide though. But there's still the the mom and pop or the the rental spots that are located on the island. You actually go over there and you go walk in and get it. I mean, who freaking does walk-ins anymore? Everybody does everything on the internet. Yeah. But but Leilani, that part of her job because there started popping up Airbnbs on the island was to automate. It was to put all her spots on Airbnb, and she said it's been a real beatdown. Because she's used to doing it the old school, easy way. You know, people check in, people check out, period. You don't hear from them, blah, 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 unless something crazy happens. Yeah. But Airbnb, you know, they she's got to have more stuff in the units, of course, to compete with the other Airbnbs. Yeah. Plus, she has to rely on her cleaners to tell her how it was when they went and cleaned it to, so she can leave reviews. And she has to review the people, and she has to stay on top of it. She goes, it's a lot more work. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, damn, it's about time y'all did something. <laughs> but but yeah they're they're um i mean not saying that leilani don't do nothing she works real hard but i mean the the rental agencies like that you know yeah it's um they're having to kind of change the kind of adapt to the new airbnb way you know Mm -hmm. and that's Um, good it's good for us the 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 traveler i use airbnb mm -hmm. it's good for me when i travel you know they're up in the people got to up their game but still the island man South Padre is still behind the times, yeah. and if I that that kind of gave me a little bit of encouragement. If I did get my own spot, I'd I'd run it better than a lot of these um, rentals that that do it. I mean, I'm gonna go above and beyond, leave some cool stuff for the for the people that come into town, and they'll be like, they'll remember that. Yeah. And then next time, oh, even if they try to rent one of the the old school ones, I'm like, man, there's not even a roll of toilet paper here. There's not nothing. There's not a bottle of water when I get here. <laughs> you know, there's not a coffee filter. This guy had everything. We're gonna go back to him. You know, they're gonna think about that. Yeah, and and those little touches go a long way. Yeah, that's true, man. Now, I noticed one thing you were talking about on here, and this is kind of going into it: how to get great reviews from your guests. Okay. And I guess yeah, that, that's part of it, going above and beyond. Uh, one lady, I sent her flowers. Really? Um, well, she was at the con- at one of our condos, and her her mom passed away. And like oh, we wow. were like, oh dang! So we uh, went online to this, and she was all the way in Windsor, California. We just sent her flowers, and she's like, oh! And she took pictures of them, and then she sent them to us through the Airbnb app. And of course, we got a five star review, things like that. Um, delivery services—that's huge, man. Like one of my rooms got messed up, um, or she she was having a hard time checking in, and I just sent her like a, a pretty much a gift card. Hey, here's a gift card. You and your family go eat fifty bucks, you know. And there's things like that, how to get great reviews. But a way that I found to get great reviews is tell the guest, imply to the guest that you're going to give them a good review and they'll give you a good review. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, imply yes. Imply yes. to them. That's, that's gold right there. Yeah. And, and um, I, that, that reminds me, we got, a, we got a message today on the Live, Let, Thrive Facebook page. Oh, yeah, everybody yeah. everybody sign up for Live, Let, Thrive Facebook page and send us messages. We answer them. We answer them quick. And um, I had a, a guest, I'm not a guest, a fan, an actual fan. I'll read it real quick for you because I just, I just cut to the chase. Her name is Aliria Malin Salazar. I love your show. It's been helping me and my husband or <laughs> helping my husband and I tremendously. This past month, we've had launched our Airbnb business, so thank you. Question, why... <laughs> this is funny, too. I hope you don't mind me reading it. Why does it seem like the cheapest people are always the pickiest? <laughs> so far, two of our early bookings, both at our lowest rate, have been complainers giving us negative private feedback. These people want a hotel environment at 65 bucks a night. The first one I handled, well, thanks to a lot of your good the first one i handled well thanks to a lot of your good advice 
But here we go again. It was 97 degrees here yesterday. Mind you, it ha- it is not humid here. Our listing states that we only have a portable window unit for our tiny carriage house. Plus, I even discussed it with the guest in previous messages. So she knew this. So she knew this. I can't control the weather. <laughs> FFS. <laughs> Whatever that stands for. I think I know it for freak's sake yeah, uh, and about and, and about the pots and pans i don't wash them between visits i just make sure they're decent and put them away in my house rules it's it's the guest's responsibility to wash all their own dishes but as experienced airbnb user i always wash or at least rinse the dishes at the place before using them it is not it is this not common sense anyhow i'm hoping that you can help with this response with a response here, I wish they wouldn't have booked with us. I'll, I also, I'll also send a link to our space. So she asked a you know good question, decent question, and and I, and I told her you know I told her and I thought about it. Yes, it is when you first start out, and you start pricing your price your place low because you want to get the reviews initially going. You'll get the the cheaper guests the mm-hmm. <laughs> the thrifty ones, and for some reason, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say bad guests, but um, the ones that are paying the least, I guess they expect. It seems like they expect the most, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's it's. I find it to be an in between spot. If they're paying the least, sometimes they feel like, oh, I'm paying the least. Make sh-, and they 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 also have that Airbnb stigmatism. Oh, I can leave a review, so give me everything I want. And then if they're paying the most, the high end up here. I noticed one the ones who go to my high end properties, they just expect the Taj Mahal understandable so you have to find that middle point to where guess the sweet spot the sweet spot that's what you like to call it the sweet spot because me i've come to find that honestly this is my rule if a guest asks too many questions that's a red flag to not accept them (laughs) i'm serious like it's a red flag it's because they're asking all these questions expecting all this stuff to be there they're pretty much already showing you they're going to nitpick your listing and most of the stuff's already in the listing. That especially if they ask questions that are already in the listing, don't I don't even I, I'll just uh, I'm happy I have a little auto response set up that automatically goes out to them. Like if they have a whole bunch of questions, I have an auto response that says, "Hey, thank you." Their first name, uh, we'll be right with with you. Sometimes I don't even respond back to them because we're like, I don't even want you staying here. <laughs> so I mean, and then it keeps your response rate up too. You know. So sometimes if it's just a hundred questions you send me, I'm not answering that crap. And and I did tell her too. I was like, um, what? oh yeah, the pots and pans. You got to wash the pots and pans. It don't matter if they didn't wash them. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> and yes. I was like, I know. You, you you mentioned you said the words common sense and Airbnb, and those words don't really co-mingle too good. No, you know, a lot of people no. don't have common sense. No, people been staying at hotels the whole time. And I guess they're used to, you know, their hotels have cleaners, and they don't clean the ho- they don't have to clean the hotel room before they leave. A lot of people no. ain't trained yet. A lot of guests ain't trained yet. Well, I don't know. On Airbnb, I wouldn't expect you to clean up after you leave. I do have guests. I do have guests that ask me, like, "Hey, should I clean?" I tell them no. Um, but I noticed. I think that comes from. They feel like, oh, if I leave a mess or like if I don't make the bed, they might leave me a bad review. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. And but it does help a lot. Yeah, it does. It, does, it just this this is what we did because because uh, there are people that would, um, sometimes I mean like a whole freaking sink dishes full of dishes or, or left uh, freaking dishes all over the the tables and in the rooms and stuff like that. You know, people would do that. So I uh, and I told you I learned from the. I learned this trick from the from the lady that we stayed at in, in Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. She she put it in the in the rules that she expects the guests to wash their dishes mm-hmm. and to to clean up after themselves, and they will get a the way she worded it. I see. I did. I don't. I don't charge a, a deposit, but she she charges a deposit, a five hundred dollar deposit, which which people. Me, I'm not scared of that because I know it's not a, really a deposit. It's not an Airbnb. It's not a real deposit, so uh, so I wasn't scared of it. I could I could see pe- potential renters being being afraid of paying a two or five hundred dollar deposit, but me, I was like, ah, it's not real. <laughs> <And Yeah>. So <laughs> you mentioned something there. 
You know it's not real, right? I know it's not real. I think when you do that $500 deposit, how big was this place? Oh, this is small. It was like a 400 square foot little condo on the beach. Really? Yeah, it was small. See, then there's other people that know that too. So I guess it really wouldn't scare people off. Well, I've, you know, well let me, let me get let me finish that point. I'll get back okay. to I'll get to back to that. But but what she did by adding the, that, you know, that they're expected uh, guests are expected to wash their dishes and put you know put them she even said goes the first step further put them away and, and all this stuff and and I don't mind doing that because I'm a host and so I I want to leave the place as good as it was when I left it for the most part you know I'm not gonna get on my hands and knees and scrub and all that crazy crap but I'll I'll leave it pretty much spotless when I leave and because it's just out of respect because yeah. I guess just like waiters you know they they leave big tips when they go out to eat because they know how hard it is to be a waiter right so yeah. they. It's that kind of go. the same kind of deal, and so um, but the way she she put it in her listing that she, you know the guests are expected to do their dishes and put their trash out at the trash can and stuff like that, and so um, and I guess I guess she hangs over and, and you and you go leave the place clean pretty much leave the place clean you get your full deposit back you know mm-hmm. and that put it in the people's heads but I was like I don't charge a deposit because I don't you know I don't. I I don't believe in charging a fake deposit. If it was a real deposit, it'd have teeth, but it's not a real deposit, whatever. And um, so I, in my listing, I kind of worded it like this. I said, if you leave, if you, um, you know, we, finally, you know, I wrote the whole, you know, this is where we are, are, this is the restaurants around, and and blah, 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 this is the area. And finally, okay, um, please, please um, help us keep our prices low. Because we, you know, it's an affordable, it's an affordable house, and um, by by helping us keep the place clean, um, we're not. I said we're not asking for perfection, but doing small things. See, it's all word psychological yeah. stuff, man. <laughs> doing small <laughs> yeah. things like um, doing your dishes and putting the trash out front and sprucing up a little helps a lot. Helps us a lot. And keeping the prices low, and will earn you a, a stellar five star review. There you go. And so I put that on on the guest. Ever since I put that, no one's left one dish, man. Everybody's left the place spotless, and I've gotten all five, five star, star reviews. reviews. <laughs> yep. Because yeah. when I I changed, I have a little. You know, I'm using Guesty. I have this little auto message that goes out, and it kind of does the same thing. Similarly, it just says, "Hey, thank you for staying with us." Uh, like, and if they haven't left a review, it'll it'll send like, uh, "Thank you for staying with us. Uh, we really enjoyed your stay. Uh, thank you for booking with us." If we're, we'll be sure to leave you a great review as long as you leave us one, boom, nothing but five star reviews. If you imply that you're going to give them one, they'll give you one off the top. And then most of the time, when that message goes out, I'll get a notification on my phone: "Hey." Deborah just left you a review and it's five stars. So yeah, if you imply you'll get a five star review, they'll 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 give you they'll give you one quick. I love um, that man. That's yeah. great advice, right and, there. And also at my house, I do that too. Like I tell them, hey, just put the dishes in the sink, you know. And we'll actually, I tell them to wash your dish and just put it in the dishwasher. And they and I've had no complaints about it. But like me personally. Um, the only reason I do it at my house is because it's my house and I'm still living there. But like. Some places like where they, I, I've read Airbnb lists. They want you to clean up after yourself. I'm like, I think sometimes it's over the top. They're like, hey, can you wash? Not wash. Can you put the sheets in the in the washer? And uh, I'm like, dude, they're on vacation, man. That, that, that's that's your job to do that. Start a load of towels. Yeah, start a load of towels for me. What? You know, and I feel like, and you know what I feel like that is though. I feel like that's the piece people that are still hands on. That don't have the cleaners in place yet. Uh-huh. You kind know of I mean because you, you're like, okay, I need to turn this place over. And I feel like that's where a lot of people like. And even if you, I noticed the Airbnb host group, there a lot of them are against that. Like they're they want to be hands on. Like like even some of the people who come to the Arlington, like I don't, I don't know if you're at the last one, the Arlington short term housing meetup. Right. Like they're fully against automating it. They're like, no, I want to do it myself. I'm like, they will never grow, man. Yeah, I'm like, why? They're like, <laughs> no, I just want to do it myself. I'm like, okay. It's funny how you will grow faster and you make more money by allocating those tasks that you hate doing. Easily. It's just, it works. It sounds opposite, but it, it freaking works, Because right? you can get more. You grow. <laughs> I mean, and I've ran into a lot. Even in the You don't see Jerry Jones cleaning Texas Stadium exactly. or, or AT&T Stadium <laughs> after the games, right? Picking exactly. up cups. Yeah. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> 
exactly. And, and I'm starting to run into people. I'm like, you you don't hire a cleaner? I'm like, no, I do it all myself. I'm like, do you want to hire a cleaner? No, no, I do it myself. I'm like, okay, they why? don't clean as good as I do. It doesn't yeah, matter. I'm like, dude, just I'm like, you can review your cleaner if they aren't good. Go get a new one, you know. And, and but. People are stuck on that, you know, and, and I think that's it's kind of like that being stuck on corporate mindset, doing work. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you, you can automate all this, you know, but I don't know. Like, I I met like three people in the short term at our own meetup that come. They're like, no, I'll do it myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm good on that. Have fun. <laughs> You know. And you said about asking a lot from the from the guests, and it's funny today. I went to the to my work gym first time yeah. in a long time. I think yeah, it's a while. My wife, yay, and uh, the wife and baby. Oh. And so I went to the work gym for the first time in a long in a long time because you know I had vacationed and then all the stuff was happening. Yeah. And um and there was this dude in there. Um, uh, it's funny. I'll give him a shout out, but whatever. It's, you know, I, you know who you are. And and he uh, and he and we were talking about. I don't know. It started coming up with with real estate. We were, actually we were talking about yards first. Yeah. About doing yards. I hate yard work. And so um, I told him that man, I, I ain't on top of my yard like I should be. I, I said I got three houses. There's no way I'm gonna be on top of my yards. And he's mm-hmm. like, wow, you got three houses. And this older guy. He's like, yeah, I got you know, I got three. Yeah. Oh, so you rent them out? He's like, yeah, I do one on long term, one on Airbnb. Oh, and he's, and of course Airbnb. He lit up. First of all, he wanted to, to try out being the landlord. He wanted to get him another house. Yeah. And then he's like, wow, yeah, that Airbnb sounds kind of interesting, blah, blah. We went and stayed at some, and I think it was cool. You know, they, they this one place we stayed at charged a $500 deposit. But as long as we did our, you know, we cleaned up after ourselves, and then we, we started a load of, of, like he said, the sheets or the towels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and before we left, and we did the towels, and, and we put everything back. And these, these, these people were like overboard. Put everything back, fix the beds again and all this stuff. Yeah. And he goes, and then um, then we get all, all, all 500 of our deposit back. And I was like, it's like, dang, they expect a lot out of you. He's like, yeah, you know, but we get the whole deposit back and this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, told, I busted his bubble a little. You know, that's not a real deposit, right? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're using they're dangling that deposit and yeah. taking turning people into their slaves, man. Getting them to clean their places Dude, for them, but for hey, real, man, more power to them if you're gonna if you're gonna roll like that. And uh, I don't want to pull the fa- the facade away from the if, if people are listening to this cast, yeah. and their guests. I'm like, oh crap, I'm giving away a trade secret. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, not, not, I figured that's what people were probably doing. The people Just don't go too far with it. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen some that were too far. I'm like. Start the load of clothes. I'm like, that's your job, man. What are you doing? But I mean, I've had guests and, do that for me, though, out yeah. of the goodness of their own hearts. Hey, we started yeah. a load of, of towels in there. Question Were they hosts? No, they weren't. They weren't I, I don't think I've had a host yet. I yeah. have not had a host yet. Okay. I've, I've had, I think I've had a couple hosts, but I heard the thing about don't have hosts, and they were like, yeah, forget it. I'm the host thing. So I don't oh, know. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I've had many hosts. You want to tackle one more? We're at an hour. You want to tackle oh, yeah. one more? One more? Um, topic? Yeah, you had a few more than me, man. Go ahead and. Uh... Real okay, one more thing I wrote down on the sheet, and 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 on my on my little cheat sheet over here, because you and I we haven't done this in a while. The you know face to face doing yeah. the the podcast, and and. And I was all hyped up to do it the other day. You know, it kind of fell through. Yeah. But I was like, even you know, you were gonna do it remotely. But I was like, man. I had, I had, I wanted to, I wanted to, it's, it's like, I, LLT is my therapy. Yeah. Uh, Live, let thrive is my therapy. And, and, and it feels good. And, you know, it's cool that we have the show and then the people are listening to it and, we're, you know, hopefully we're giving good advice to people and we're learning a lot from our guests and stuff like that. But man, it's just so, it feels so good to, to vent a little bit about yeah. what's going on in our lives yeah. and about, you know, how our business is doing and stuff like that. And it, and it really motivates me to, to do, to want to do more mm-hmm. to want, and especially hearing your stories. Cause you, I mean, you're kicking butt. And I'm doing okay too, and it's just it's, it's good to talk to other people, like-minded people. You know, yeah. your network is your net worth, as they say. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, this is really cool, man. As, as I say, LLT is my therapy. If you people out there, other people, you know, um, listeners are out there thinking about starting a podcast, you should do it on whatever your favorite topic is. Sure and enough. it's just it's just really cool. It's fun, and you meet a lot of cool people. And so, yeah, man. Thanks for doing this podcast with me, and I, and I love it, and I wanted to keep going. You know, let's let's get it to a thousand episodes. You know, keep going. Yeah, yeah, we'll get up there, man. We'll get up there, especially with how fast we're growing. 
the picks and shovels that are coming in, the stuff we're learning from so many other people, man, and the T people that are around us, like, man, the meetups we go to, it's a lot of a lot of stuff to come, seriously. And if you're ever, actually, we've had a couple people that are friends, uh, shows of, that are fans of the show that actually came to our meetups and met us. So if you're ever in Texas, Dallas area in particular, look up one of our meetups and come through, man, meet us. Or yeah. just holler at us if you're in town. We'll yeah. go. We'll go say hi. Yeah. yeah, holler at us if you're in town. Have man. a beer. Have a brewski. <laughs> yes, sir. On you though. On you. <laughs> <laughs> Time is money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, all right, man. It's a good show. Good uh, episode fifty-seven. You know, back at the saddle again. Yes, sir. And uh, how do you want to wrap it up? Tell tell us uh, tell them about us. Where we can find us and all that. Find us on YouTube. Definitely get to our live let thrive. Oh, we have a fan group on Facebook. Join that and join the uh, follow us on live let at the live let thrive uh, Facebook page. Uh, that's where we're going to be posting a few more updates. We've been a little busy, but we'll get some updates posted on there. Uh, sign up to do Airbnb through us. Yes, sir. Free consultation. Yeah, sign up to do Airbnb through us, and it's a free consultation. If you live in the DFW area, we will come to your Airbnb personally and uh, give you that good five-star hookup advice. Oh, sign up for Hostily, too, while you're at it through yeah. our page. <laughs> yeah, sign up for that as well. Get a, get you a guest book. Guest books are really cool. Do them. Do one. Get one. Peace. All right. Live, let, thrive out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.